0: You know just the anecdotal like I'm pretty sure i remember this oh no <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> yeah that's a recipe for disaster
0: like, she's amazing <laughs> her
1: poems are amazing that's great i'm not judging her poetry in general but this specific one i'm not in love with
0: it's mind games yeah <laughs> this is mind games <laughs> tricky this is where stuff gets dangerous yeah because like i don't think that was a very good poem <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to I should have known the trivia game show that can't be trusted. Each week our quizmaster will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And we are doing AI should have known this month where all of our episodes are either about AI or generated by AI in part or whole. Then today our quizmaster is soups. Hey And soups will be presenting us with an episode on poetry. Three of these poems were written by humans, and one of them was written by an AI. So that was a little different. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Tanner, in seeing if we can figure out which one of his poems is artificial.
2: Mm -hmm. So today we'll talk about four poems written by four different poets from Mm -hmm. different generations. Mm -hmm. Of course, one of them is purely created by AI. Okay, and I'll give you some context about the poet and the poem. You know the meaning of it, oh, okay. why it was written, when it was written. Okay,
0: but you're lying about that for the AI.
2: Yes, I mean the poet is super real. Mm-hmm.
0: The poet existed, wrote poems, but not this one. Okay. Gotcha. Bingo. So the poet is the AI. What AI did you use?
2: I used GPT four, but I used Quala.
0: Okay, I'm I'm excited to see if we can tell human from computer. All right. Let's get started with the PQQ. The PQQ. The PQQ. The PQQ, the pub quiz question is new for season four. Soup's is going to give us a pub quiz or bar trivia style question that you might encounter if you are out and about. Yeah. To open up the conversation.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Who wrote the epic Iliad? Mm. Okay, this
0: is a decently easy one.
2: This is Homer.
0: Yeah, the Iliad.
2: Yes. Also the author of Odyssey. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. These are the two great epics from Greek mythology, Mm -hmm. talking about the Trojan War and the journey of Odysseus, the king of Ithaca, after the war. Mm -hmm.
0: You got me a little nervous when you started talking about the Iliad because I was like, (laughs) yeah, that's technically a poem, but it's like book length. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, so first I'm going to read out the poem and then I'm going to give you the title, the poet, and the context and all of it. All right.
0: You really put your heart and soul into this reciting, (laughs) okay?
2: (laughs) Okay, so the first poem. Then the virtuous king Yudhishthir, in all humility again, inquired of the illustrious Markande, saying, O great Muni, thou hast seen many thousands of ages pass away. In this world there is none so long-lived as thou. At the time of the great dissolution of the universe, when this world is without sky and without the gods, all creatures with soul wrapped in meditation and entirely swallowed up in him. Thou hast many a time witnessed with thy eyes the primeval acts of creation, when neither the sun, nor the moon, nor fire, nor earth, nor air, nor sky remains, when all the world being destroyed looketh like one vast ocean. Wow.
0: Wow, that's epic. That's (laughs) pretty epic.
2: That is very epic. It's actually from one of the longest epic poems called Mahabharat.
0: Okay, I was going to say, it's a translation. This is a Mm -hmm.
2: translation written originally in Sanskrit. Just like the Greek epics, this was being narrated. This was not written down. Uh So it was narrated by Ved Vyas and written down by Ganesh. Mm -hmm. Because Ganesh could write with both left and right hands.
0: Wow. (laughs) Okay, that's awesome.
2: (laughs) It's one of the most important books for Hinduism. One Mm -hmm. of the longest epics has, I think, about 1.8 million words and 200,000 verses. The earliest preserved parts are from 400 BC. Mm -hmm. The Mahabharata actually narrates the story of the 18-day Kurukshetra war. This book also talks about the four goals of the human life and contains the Bhagavad Gita. Oh, yes. Yes. Bhagavad Gita.
0: That's epic. Okay. Now comes the game. Yeah. I should have the known. Debate. So, definitely a good choice by Soups because he knew that we would not know this. Yeah. I imagine there are some listeners in India who are either laughing or who are like, okay, next one. Come yeah. On. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, so the question comes down to do you think an AI wrote this? And when I think about that question, my second question would then be. How would you get the AI to yeah, write this? Yeah, that's kind
0: of what I think part of this episode is about, is like, what did Soup's tell the AI? Mm-hmm. I think he could have told the AI, write me a verse like this.
1: Yes. Write me a poem from that. And in the tone, in the language.
0: Right. I don't know. I feel like it's really tricky because, yeah. like, it doesn't sound like a poem, at least in our mm-hmm. definition of poem. Right. And. Part of that could be cultural, but I think a bigger part is that because it's not the original language. Yeah. So we we're hearing a translation. So it's like, yeah. I guess that would make it sound more AI-like. Yes, because exactly. it doesn't. it's a translation. It doesn't sound natural or beautiful mm-hmm. as probably it would in its original language. Right. So it's tricky. This is
1: exactly what I came across in my research for my episode was like the closest we've gotten to an AI passing the Turing test, which is like the traditional measure of when a robot is. Smart enough to trick humans into thinking that it's a human, it passed thirty-three percent of the judges because it was designed to sound like a Ukrainian boy, and English was its second language. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you kind of forgive some of the translation yeah. issues, some of the wording, yeah, because it's the in translation phrases, yeah. yeah, right. And so I feel like this is exactly the same thing. Maybe it's translated, or maybe it's a computer-generated poem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm That's skeptical. Tricky. Playing, playing
0: a lot of psychology.
1: I'm inclined to believe it though, so far.
0: Yeah, I mean, it will depend on the other ones. Yes.
2: Well, if you didn't think of this as like a typical poem in the English literature sense. Yeah. Let's see what you think of the next one. All right. My mistress's eyes are nothing like the sun. Coral is far more red than her lips red. If snow be white, why then her breasts are done? If hairs be wires, black wires grow on her head. I have seen roses the mast red and white, but no such roses see I in her cheeks, and in some perfumes is there more delight than in the breath that from my mistress reeks. I love to hear her speak, yet well I know that music hath a far more pleasing sound. I grant I never saw a goddess go, my mistress, when she walks, treads on the ground, and yet by heaven I think my love as rare as any she belied with false compare. Uh huh. Yeah, is that Shakespeare or Shakespeare,
0: more Shakespeare sonnet? Yeah,
2: this is Sonnet 130 mm-hmm. by William Shakespeare. He wrote, I think, about 154 of them. So, in a sense, a sonnet, a 14-line poem written in iambic pentameter, which is a poetic meter with 10 beats per line made up of alternating unstressed and stressed syllables. They all have a strict rhyme scheme. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A, B, A, B, C, D, C, D, E, F, E, F, and the last two lines, G, G. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I guess the issue for me here would be how could it be a lie? I mean, it seems very obvious to me that you would ask the AI, write me a sonnet like Shakespeare.
1: Exactly. And then you'd
0: have it, give it up. Yep. I don't know if this would violate the rules of the game, though, because some of those lines felt very, at least some of the words were like, absolutely, that's the line. Hair like wires is a pretty Mm -hmm. famous metaphor that he used.
1: And saying that she reeks. I feel like that's something I remember.
0: So, like, it's tricky. Yeah. It's hard to know, like... How fake. Yeah, because I feel very confident that, like, I know a sonnet that does this where Shakespeare just basically, like, shits on his mistress about how ugly she is. Like he basically calls her ugly yeah. for, like, four yeah. lines. And then he's like, no, but you'll get to live forever because of my sonnet. Yeah. You know, people 400 years yeah. from now will still be talking about you. So it's actually better. I don't get that. So I think this one is real.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's real because... I'm pretty familiar with his sonnets and some lines, particularly in this sonnet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But that's always dangerous. Yeah. You know, just the anecdotal, like, pretty sure I remember this. Oh, no. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a recipe for disaster.
0: Yeah. I feel like I have to go back and count the meter yeah. Yeah. and, like,
1: was that A, B? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And count the rhyme scheme because I'm like, oh, no. Like, it could just be a poem that the AI wrote. To sound like Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. I mean, he wrote like hundreds of them. Yeah. But I could see it repeating some words and Mm -hmm. some things. But I feel like this one is the original, but Mm -hmm. it's mind games. Yeah. This is mind games. Mm
2: -hmm. Tricky. Well, we're halfway through. Mm -hmm. Now let's take a leap all the way to the 1960s, 70s. Oh, no. I'm afraid of
0: the modern (laughs) poems because modern poems are like anything goes.
2: In the echoes of a silent song, I stand unbroken, fierce and strong. Through the winds of change I sway, yet rooted deep I'll find my way. With every step I claim my space, a tapestry of strength and grace. In the face of doubt, I still believe a legacy that I'll achieve. As the sun sets and shadows fall, I heed the call, my spirit tall, for within my heart a fire burns, And with each trial, my soul returns. I rise, I soar, I'm unconfined, a beacon of hope for all mankind. Hmm. Is it by Maya Angelou? Absolutely. Still I Rise by Maya Angelou, a key figure in American contemporary literature. She wrote over 167 poems through her lifetime. Still I Rise was published in 1978. Mm
0: -hmm. This is where stuff gets dangerous. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think that was a very good poem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was it too predictable? Yeah. Does the rhyming draw from it?
0: This is my issue. And this is the problem is that, like, I've played with chatbots. If you ask them to write a poem, it will always absolutely rhyme. Mm -hmm. And maybe I've just been listening to too many of them. So now everything that rhymes (laughs) sounds like an AI wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. So like I've read some of Maya Angelou's poems and I feel like they were more complicated. They were more like the language was more poetic. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is one of her like easier ones. Very approachable. Yeah. But, you know, he's lying about one of these. Right, This one to me is like because of that rhyme scheme that makes it feel very like AI-esque.
1: Yeah. I felt the same way when Supes was reading it. I felt like I could almost predict the next line, Mm -hmm. which to me sounds like a bad poem but maybe that's a good poem like you feel it so deeply that you know what's coming next it's
0: also very dangerous if this really is Maya Angelou we're just on Maya Angelou like who am I to you know what I mean she's amazing
1: (laughs) her poems are amazing that's great I'm not judging her poetry in general but this specific one I'm not in love with
0: yeah and I feel like I remember a poem of hers being called still I rise But you also could just ask the robot to write a poem similar to my Angelou, Still I Rise. And then it's like, oh, here's this line. You know, it's it's very tricky about like.
1: What the prompt was. What the prompt was. Yeah.
0: It's so dangerous. Yeah.
1: I'm expecting more from her.
0: Yeah. It it was a bit underwhelming.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So it makes me skeptical of it.
2: Yeah. Well, let's move on to poem number four. Yeah. And let's see. Did you think I was a city big enough for a weekend getaway? I'm the town surrounding it, the one you have never heard of, but always pass through. There are no neon lights here, no skyscrapers or statues, but there is thunder for I make bridges tremble. I'm not street meat, I'm homemade jam, thick enough to cut the sweetest thing your lips will touch. I'm not police sirens, I'm the crackle of a fireplace, I'd burn you and you still couldn't take your eyes off me because I'd look so beautiful doing it, you'd blush. I'm not a hotel room. I'm home. I'm not the whiskey you want. I'm the water you need. Don't come here with expectations and try to make a vacation out of me.
0: Wow. Yep.
2: Very famous poem written by Rupi Kaur from the book Mm. Milk and Honey. Okay. So Milk and Honey, her first book and probably the most famous, it's actually sold more than 11 million copies and surpassed Omer's Odyssey as the best-selling poetry of all time. Oh, wow. She started out on Instagram. She's of Indian descent, born in India, but grew up in the U.S. She's of Punjabi descent, and in Punjabi, there are no periods, and there is no uppercase, lowercase, so Mm -hmm. you'd see all her poems. Everything is in lowercase. Okay. And she doesn't use any punctuation Mm -hmm. other than just periods.
1: Ah, it sounds so modern. Yeah. So, so different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It doesn't rhyme.
1: It doesn't rhyme. So it sounds more poetic, which is kind of funny. Don't yeah. Don't tell the AI that.
0: Yeah. Well, th- that's kind of what I mean, though, is like it always wants to rhyme. Yeah. I think obviously if you told it, write a poem like this person and their poetry doesn't rhyme. Right. Then you probably could generate something.
1: Right. Yeah. It doesn't sound robotic to me.
0: It kind of has that vibe or sound of early versions of AI. Like, where did you get that? Yeah. Which, like, when a robot does it, you're kind of like, ugh. Right. But when a human does it you're kind of like, "Oh, it's a metaphor." I have to. Yeah. Now it makes me think.
1: Yeah. Like when it came up in this one like I'm not street meat. It kind of mm-hmm. makes you like, "What? That doesn't sound poetic. That sounds too like, like vulgar. vulgar." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it surprises you. Yeah.
0: I can't imagine the robot coming up with that line. I'm not street mm-hmm. meat, I'm homemade jam. Mm-hmm. That it's is like, "Dang, robot." Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's a good line. Yeah. That's a good Get line. It. Like yeah. And the whole concept, like even if you fed it, write me a poem like Ruby Core. That poem was so thematically cohesive yeah. that, like, that robot would have had to invent that theme, yeah. and then also write the poem, right? That seems human to me, right?
1: I was really banking on the fourth one sounding fake, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But maybe Soup's came up with the theme mm-hmm. and then asked it to do that, right? Write me a poem like Ruby Core about comparing a person to a city, yeah. So, like, it's possible, like Yes, but it's going to come down to Soups, though. Right. That's ultimately the takeaway here. It's going to come down to the human involved.
1: Right. That's what's funny.
0: If Soups wrote a good prompt, then maybe he could get the computer to trick me.
2: Right. I mean, it boils down to what you input, right? Yeah. Right.
1: Which is funny because yeah. then we're not exactly judging the computer. Yeah. We're kind You're of judging right you. <laughs> yeah, You're right? judging me oh, yeah.
2: That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to be judged.
0: Ultimately, we're going to have to guess which of those four poems actually were both Soups and AI invented, I'm going to say. At this point, it's like, "Mm." Mm. having heard them, I'm like, Soups gave that thing a pretty good prompt because (laughs) it's actually pretty tricky. But before that, can you just remind us of what the four poems were? And then Tanner and I will guess which one we think is at least partially artificial.
2: All right. The first poem was Mahabharat by Ved Vyas. The second poem was Sonnet 130 by William Shakespeare. The third poem, Still I Rise by Maya Angelou. And the fourth poem, Milk and Honey by Rupi Kaur. That is difficult.
0: Like when we look at the four poets he picked, yeah. it's going to be like, <laughs> oh no, like yeah. if we pick the wrong one, then that's bad. Yeah. that's gonna like insulting. I guess only one of them is still living, so maybe we should yeah. do that one. That's, <laughs> That's, yeah. That's the That's one that can actually be insulted. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Do you want to offend Shakespeare? Or? I feel like
0: it's the safest to be like, the Shakespeare one's a fake.
1: But I'm also most inclined to believe that one. Yeah, that <laughs> one
0: actually is the one I'm most confident is a real poem.
1: Yeah. So who do you want to offend? <laughs> I
0: feel like I'm going to offend India. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's the third.
1: Okay. I think it's the first one.
0: I do think the first one, that's a tricky one. If that one is the lie, I'm very mm-hmm. curious what prompt he gave it for it to shoot out thy and thou.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's kind of why I'm leaning towards that one, because if you told it a good enough prompt, like use thy or thou. Yeah, right. That's then, Yeah, know. exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: going with number three for the simple fact that it rhymed and it rhymed too perfectly. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, humans do that. But I also feel like that's a very AI thing to do.
1: Right. So knowing what you know mm-hmm. and you expect more from Maya Angela.
0: I mean, I'm not going to put a value judgment okay. there.
1: Okay. I love it.
0: I don't want to offend anybody, but yeah. I'm going with that one.
2: Okay.
1: Number one for me. Number three for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Wow. I'm very curious. Okay. Yeah. I think it's suffice to say, we haven't managed to offend anyone. (laughs) Apart from me, maybe. If you're (laughs) judging me, it's definitely offending me. (laughs) It's offended. offended. (laughs) I am offended. Okay, so let me read something to you and then maybe you will guess which one was the lie. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high. Still i rise. That's the oh, real right. my There Angela. we
0: go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's the real poem. Because yeah. like I said, it wasn't a very It's so, so much, much more poem. poetic. It's so much better. Yeah. And there are words in there where you can clearly, like sassiness is a yeah. very specific, important word yeah. that carries a lot of meaning that I don't know if the AI would be aware of. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, what was the prompt that you gave the AI in order to produce that poem?
2: So I told the AI to write a wholly original poem inspired by the poetry of Maya Angelou Mm -hmm. and only use original words and phrases and like no more than 100 words.
0: Okay. And that's what we got.
2: You get what you put in. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) The rhyming scheme, yes, AI loves it. It Mm -hmm. loves to rhyme. Yes. But Maya Angelou is also known for using similar. (laughs) Poets do rhyme. Right.
0: That is a thing.
2: Right. Yeah. So was it Maya Angelou or the quality of the poem? If I would have said something else, would you have believed that this was a real poem?
0: So that was part of it, was that like it was a recognizable poet who I have read before. So then that was a bit of a tell. But yeah, it really came down to the fact that it wasn't a very good poem. The poem is very serious, yeah. and you know we're talking about real, really important and serious topics, mm-hmm. and then you have a silly rhyme scheme,
2: yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, I, I
0: think a human would recognize that, like, if I rhyme too much or too obviously, mm-hmm. it's yeah. going to detract from what I'm actually saying. Exactly. So I'm not gonna lie; I don't really remember much yeah. of what the words were themselves, mm-hmm. yeah, but I remember that rhyme scheme and being like, ugh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because that was the question we were investigating. Yes. Was like, can you tell the human poetry from the? I keep calling it a robot. I'm gonna keep yeah. calling it a robot, the robot poetry. <laughs> yeah. And at least for this, I think you can.
2: Yeah.
0: It was fun though. It was very yeah. interesting experiment. Nice I yeah. liked it. So yeah. So I should have known.
1: I should have known. I should have known.
0: Thanks for listening to I should have known. We are on YouTube now. If you are watching there, do all the youtube things like subscribe, comment which one you thought was the lie or if you figured out soups is lie. And if you're on a traditional podcast platform, we would appreciate a review. And on Spotify, you can also comment if you want to let us know what you thought. And we will be continuing with more AI-generated episodes. Next week, I'm going to be your host, and I'm going to be trying to get the AI to invent something and see if I can trick the boys with it. So stay tuned for that. And as always, thanks for speaking.
1: Smash that bell.